And I really believe that because I was like, Roger can get me to, to, you can't get me to heaven. He can get me to hell, you can't get me to heaven. So I need to do what's right. And I can remember thinking, you know what? I want this. I want a relationship with God. And I wanted the relationship with God more than I wanted, you know, our relationship. And I thought, but at the same time, I knew that God could do anything. So I put him out there and I said, God, it's up to you. And I said, I remember saying to Roger, um, would you like to come to church with me? And Roger goes, yeah, okay. And he was, you know, his, his attitude was, yeah, okay, yeah, all right. And so I'll hand you over to Roger. <laughs> you know what? It's not such a bad thing to be taught by God. You know, there's worse things that can happen to you in your life. Someone's lost my bookmark now. <laughs> Ah, here we go. But, um, yeah, I mean, Sybil, she, fortunately she held back. But, I, I mean, I was an out-and-out pagan. You know, I had no real beliefs, didn't really care. You know, I was a serious smoker of cigarettes and the occasional other substances, as well as drinking too much, womanising, everything. You know, I was like... The, the good thing about that is I had no illusions. It wasn't like... I think it's tougher for people who come from a religious background who think that they're already fine. I knew I wasn't fine. Right. I knew. I was well, well, well off, the, off the, uh, the path of righteousness. I had no natural faith. And um, I remember the first time I came to church, someone said, do you want to come to church? She, well, she said, I wasn't quite as enthusiastic as it sounds. She, <laughs> she wanted help because she was taking twins. Yes. She said, can you come and give me a hand? So I said, yeah, okay, I'll give you a hand. <laughs> I went to church to help with the twins and, um, and I remember that the sermon Archie Kendall was preaching and he was preaching about the Ephesians, he said talk about these Ephesians I thought they were an army I didn't know that they were a people I thought you know, thought they were Ephesians, you know, a big army you know. I, I, I was so ignorant of the Bible, I'd never really read it or, or looked at it you know, but um what happened was, after the end of the service, Scott and Claire, and Scott particularly, came up and had a chat with me. She said, how do you fancy getting together and having a look at the Bible? I thought, oh, here we go. I, I said, you're not converting me. Don't even start. He said, he said and, uh, we can chat about golf. Oh, okay. Sounds, that sounds a bit... That, okay, so anyway. They came over and... Um, we started looking, looking, looking at the Bible, and um, I, must, I wasn't, I wasn't as in, that enthusiastic. It was kind of, I thought, you know what, I'll, I'll look, I'll try and have an open mind because I didn't, I didn't have a natural faith. I didn't, I didn't have it. You know, there's some people who just like wake up there, gotta work it out. And, uh, that wasn't me. And they were saying, you know, the Bible's the word of God. It's true. You can believe it, and this and that. And that. So I thought, well. It ought to work then, if it's true. You know, if I do what it says, it ought to work. So my idea was, well, I'm going to test it then and see if it does work. And one of the things was, you know, I remember, I think this was maybe a, maybe the second or third study, and we sat down I think, again with Scott and with Tim Danner. And, and, one, and I can't remember which one now. Sorry, Scott, it might have been you, you know. We said, do you love Sybil? I said, of course I love Sybil. So, well, you love her the way that God loves Sybil. Of course, what are you talking? of course I love her. And then they turned to 1, Earth, uh, 1 Corinthians 13, beginning in verse 4, the scripture that begins, 
Love is patient. And they said, okay, I want you to read this and I want you to put your name where it says love because you love Sybil so much. So I said, fine. And I read, I'm not trying not to bore you, Roger is patient. Roger is kind. He does not envy. He does not boast. This time I'm starting to colour up a little bit. <laughs> I'm starting to feel a little bit convicted. He is not proud. He is not rude. Voice getting quieter now. I'm starting to mumble a bit around this point. He is not self-seeking. He is not easily angered. He keeps no record of wrongs. Now I'm getting seriously embarrassed. Because I could hold a grudge for England. If there were gold medals at the Olympics for grudges, I'd have a cabinet full. Uh, Roger does not delight in evil. Roger rejoices in the truth. Roger always protects. Roger always trusts, always hopes. Roger always persevere. Roger never fails. Well, convicted was the word. And they said, you love Sybil in that way. And I said, no. No, I don't. I love me in that way. And, uh, and they said, well, we'll tell you what. Love Sybil in that way for 24 hours. And we'll come back tomorrow night and we'll see how things are going. And um, I thought, okay, I will. And I tried it. Now, listen, I was probably abysmal failure at the time. And, you know, I'm not talking from here saying we've got the secret, you know. We, we know where it, it, it's in there. We're still a work in progress. Believe me, Roger still gets angered and Roger still holds grudges. But we know, I know what I need to do. But we did it, and you know what? It was like that. It transformed our relationship overnight. The next day, it was different. And we got together, and I was sort of looking forward to saying, you won't believe what happened. Sybil's being nice to me. I can't understand what's going on. I don't know what's happening. And then there was, and we had a, and this was one of many challenges. And, 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 and this has been ongoing for the best part of almost 27 years. But eventually, you know, we, we did all the other sin studies. I understood, you know, what God had done for me. I understood what Jesus had done for me. You know, I understood that this didn't all come about by accident. Me meeting Sybil, Sybil's sisters becoming disciples, reaching out to her and then me. No way. I mean, I was the least likely guy that I knew who would ever have any interest. I remember a guy approached me in the street and said, Jesus died for you. And I said, more fool him. And I walked away. That was my kind of an attitude. So it was a real surprise to me when I decided I was going to become a Christian. And anyway, I had a few things to deal with. I had lots of, a uh, few addictions to give up and what have you. But on uh, May 17th, 1990, Scotty baptised me. And then I baptised Sybil. And um, as I say, we're still a work in progress. But, uh, you know, with God's strength, we'll get there. Amen. Amen. Well, I believe that, that God gave Roger back to me. That's how I saw it. He was my gift from God. And that's why, you know, I love Roger so much. But I love God. Um, he's amazing because he gave Roger back to me, but he gave me a new and improved Roger. 